And now, Kyle and Steven present another episode of the Go F*** Yourself podcast. Um, it's Fix. Really? Well, that's embarrassing. The Go Fix Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Fix Yourself podcast, the podcast we do in our 30s to fix what we learned in our 20s. We are back. We missed a week. We are back, and I am your co-host, Stephen, and across from me is just the lightly dusted by the sun, just faintly tan, but not overly tan. He's not sunburned. His name is Kyle Reading. I'm not familiar with the dusted by the sun, but kissed you know, by the sun. I, we, oh, I'm man, sun-kissed. You know, you know... Everybody says sun-kissed. Stephen says sun-dusted. You need to make your own little book of Stephenisms <laughs> that are just not right. I didn't even, I didn't plan it. I don't plan that part. I, you know what I mean? I don't disagree with you, but. It just, it just, it, whatever flows. Bunny trails. Whatever flows out of my mouth just dusts. is what gets recorded. You ever get sun-dusted? <laughs> just lightly, de- I was thinking like uh, berry Spring. dust. Okay. That's yeah. kind of what my my head went. And I was like thinking like Tinkerbell. Sprinkled like, with some D, some vitamin D. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just got a bunch of D said yeah. at you. Uh, well, hello. It's man. been weeks. It has been weeks, man. We uh, So for people that um, are, don't know, that or are maybe stupid. you do know. <laughs> no, you're not stupid. Don't don't let it. Don't, don't talk to them. Well, some of them probably are. Maybe some. I'm, yeah, I know I, mean, I am. Uh, so basically, we recorded a podcast several weeks ago. But we were, I was on a trip for two weeks. Yeah. And then we skipped last week's podcast. We did two podcasts back to back. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so this is the first time we're seeing each other uh, in the flesh. Yeah. The lightly dusted by the sun flesh. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was in Mexico. And then I left for Colorado like a few days or. We left about the yeah roughly I think, the same, I think it was like the apart. same time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but now we're back in the same state and I think so for this one this podcast episode you know it's gonna be a catch up it's gonna be you know what have you been doing how was the trips uh, and there's some guys I gotta say there are some interesting moments in my trip that I'm gonna be sharing that I think are kind of funny but also like in the the moment where it was not funny mm, you know yeah. what I mean one of those moments. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so it's going to be a little bit catch up. And then I, at the end, we're going to be talking about uh, what, what we're consuming. So it's not much of a fix yourself episode. This is just going to be a catch up and kind of what are you consuming? What are you creating? Yeah. Um, what are you working on? What are you watching? Um, but let's get started. Yeah. Why don't you, I, I feel like Mexico was a much bigger. Yeah. Uh, it was a two week or two. Yeah. Two, I don't think I've ever in my life you know vacation for i think weeks. we always so i went with a bunch of friends our friends and we always get a little bit over uh what's the word just like oh yeah 10 days no 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 no. let's make it 12 days no 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 no. overzealous let's, zealous that's yeah. the word overzealous uh and yeah so we were like two weeks let's go for two exactly two, two months whole weeks. let's do two months and <laughs> i mean it was it was a lot i will yeah. say that you know because 
you, I'm a big introvert, right? So I love my 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 time alone. And like since we're in a house of like eight nine people, mm-hmm. uh, it was tough to get the alone time. So it was tough. But I'll tell you what, uh, there were some moments, of course, that, that were just absolutely gorgeous. We were in the the most beautiful like little town called Sayulita. Sayulita. Mm. And it's very small. Not much to do there. Sure. Not much at all. Just a lot of like walking on the beach, shopping, drinking. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Uh, speaking about drinking, I'm drinking some kombucha uh, right now um, because I am cleansing mm. from yeah. the alcohol. For sure. Uh, anyway, so no, it was good. We we went we went a little bit over the top and got some nice Airbnbs, some nice like infinity pools looking out over the city and the oh, water. And um, we had the first week was like we were we had a wedding. That's really the reason we like one of the reasons we went was this wedding for friends. And then we kind of just planned this whole trip around there while we were down there. A buddy turned 30. So we made a big, you know, huge deal for him. And uh, so and the the fun part is we all got um, food poisoning. Yeah, yeah. Or as some like to call it, the traveler's diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. Is that the same thing as do you know Montezuma's Revenge? Yes. Okay. Same, basically, same idea. Basically, I've always yeah. heard that. Yeah. So the first week was fine. Then the second week came in and uh, came in and hot. Oh man, it was like immediately. So we were actually like switching Airbnbs because we were in one Airbnb and then we switched to another one because sure. scheduling. Um, and as we were getting ready to go to the next one, it was like the whole day, me and, a, and another person were just like laid out. Mm-hmm. Like we were just like, this is unbearable. It was not fun. Um, and so that was like, I'm still here. We are like a week and a half later, yeah. maybe more. And I'm still feeling it. Um, so that's a, I mean, he's he's revenging and he's doing it. He's not leaving me alone. He's coming that's at not, me. It's not fun. Um, no, it's not. But then I got like a, I got a cold and then even during this time, so I'm, I'm getting sick. I'm actually, you know, sick. And then, uh, I went in the ocean cause I was like, you know what? Like ocean is and cleansing. that's where you went to do your, <laughs> no, no. That's what like, there was one time where I, like, they were like, just go in the ocean. I was like, absolutely not. I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, no, I got my, the wave hit me real hard and like clogged my ear. Uh-huh. So for like four or five days, I could barely hear out of my right ear too. So it was like a whole head shake. I tried, dude, I tried everything and I finally had to go to the doctor while I was in Mexico. (laughs) Okay. And I just said like, I can't hear out of this ear. And then he was like, oh, it's just, it was just a bunch of wax, bro. Uh Just, it was disgusting, man. He literally just like put like a little container. Have you ever gotten this done? No, It it actually feels phenomenal, but it was like disgusting. And he just pours like a bunch of little like hot water, like a syringe, almost like a plastic syringe of hot water and just floods it through your ear canal and then just everything comes back at it yeah. and it was just this little container was full of just gnarly just we got ears ears bud i know i'm also i'm really got horrible some potatoes growing in there well studio headphones that's they like i wear studio headphones every day and it like builds up over time over time hmm. Um, well, explain the dynamics of nine people having food poisoning in one house. <sighs> How many toilets were there? Everyone had their own bathroom. Every couple? Yes. Okay. Every yeah. every couple had their one bathroom. Yes. And then there was always an extra bathroom in oh. like the living common area. Did you guys have like a sign-up sheet on there for like, <laughs> this will be in use from one no, to two? I think, uh, I think it, it worked okay that like, you know, 
everybody was able to go to the bathrooms. TMI. Sorry, I should have given a little TMI Who before cares? this. Everybody does it. <laughs> oh man, not like this. <laughs> not like this. Uh, yeah, it was a little intense. So actually, okay. So one of the days, this was before, um, like everybody started getting sick, right? And this is before sure. like the wedding. Um, so this is the first week. So we went out for dinner, as you do. You're right. You're going out to dinner. And then me and Alicia, we were like, well, let's just go out and have a few cocktails. Right. So there's nice, some nice places. So we went and we walked around. We went over here. We went over there. We went on the beach. There was like a nice bonfire next to a bar. And we had beers on the beach with a bonfire. It was just gorgeous. And then um, I remember earlier that day. So we lived, the, we lived near a baseball field. And that day, uh, we, I could see like this big stage being erected. I was like, oh, that's cool. And, you know, it's, it's a Friday night or Saturday night. I was like, maybe they're playing tomorrow or, you know, getting it ready. Um, and so they were, they were erecting the stage and getting the whole show ready for that day. And so we go out and we have drinks and we could hear the show starting. I'm like, okay, so it's tonight. All right, that's cool. And this was 10 o'clock. They started at 10. Right. Sure. No big deal. Whatever. They'll probably be done by midnight, one o'clock. No big deal. Um, and so but it's loud. It's like it's thumping. Like we are on the other side of the speakers at where we were on the, on the beach and we could still hear the thumping. So we're like, OK, this is pretty this is pretty big. Our Airbnb was on the other side, which was like two block, not even like two blocks away from it. We could see the lights. We could see and hear everything. So we get some pizza to go, some beers to go. And we go to our rooftop at our Airbnb and we're like, this is awesome. There's like live music and it's mariachi band. And it's just like, everybody's having a great time. We could see people partying down there and dancing and it was just fun. And then by the time I think we, it was like one, one thirty, Right. And we were like, okay, this is enough. They'll probably be done at two. Let's go to bed. Uh, we get in bed, two o'clock rolls around. They still go. Okay. Whatever. They'll be done by like two thirty. Maybe even three. You know, I'm on my phone. No big deal. Uh, 2.30 rolls around. Still going. Okay. Mm-hmm. No big deal. You could hear the big tuba playing and trumpets and the guy every once in a while saying stuff to the, the crowd and the crowd cheering. And every once in a while, you'd get like a, like they had moving lights and you we would get like a light in our window. No big deal. Like whatever. Um, people are having fun. Three o'clock rolls around. Still going. Okay. All right. Well, they're not, they're not done. So, and they do like weird pauses. You're like, okay, this is it. Nope. Still another song. You know, 3.30 rolls around. Still going. 4 o'clock rolls around. Still going. 4.30 rolls around, and they are still going. And finally, by like 4.30, 4.45, they finally ended. Dude, they partied for like six hours. They like to live wild. In the middle of the night, dude. Well, In when the middle else of the night. are you supposed to party? Dude, I don't know, man. I did not expect that. I don't know if that's the thing. I I was like, uh, we we all were not stoked because I think we woke up at like ten because it's a three hour difference. So we woke up like, oh maybe earlier than ten, um, but it was like seven a.m. here, and so we all woke up late, and it was just like that was awful. It was just like constant mariachi music that felt like it was like on the other side of the wall. Yeah, just like throughout the whole night. It's like, whew, that was rough. And then you got food poisoning. Then I got food poisoning. Yeah. So it was a it was a fun trip to say all that. It really was. Uh, but there was just some like things that was just like, man, Mexico might not be for me. 
Might yeah. not be uh, another visit. I've never been. Visit Still, never been to Mexico. You know, my first trip to Mexico, phenomenal. Loved it. No one got sick. Uh, but this one, it was just like, I think it was just like some things. It was people got sick and then people got more sick. And then it was just like, all right, maybe we're, we're, we're good yeah. <laughs> on the Mexico trip. But how was your trip? Enough about mine. How was yours? Well, I kept it in America. We went to Colorado for... Well, you uh, can drink the water. Smart. Very, yeah, pretty good water. Went for my wife's grandpa's 90th. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's yeah. a big deal. You getting know, you, old. When people are getting up there, you kind of have to make those trips to like, especially... Do you, th- do you think you'll make it to 90? Um, I think... Let's get real. I will. You think you will? Only with technology increasing as it is, it's yeah. like likely like they're that gonna I will. download your consciousness. I'll have replacement everything, dude. I'll just be a robot. Oh. I'll you have robot what? legs. That actually might be kind of fun. I, I imagine Kyle never having like body pain. Yeah, everything's and then, replaced. But also, you got wheels. Well, for sure. That would be probably like, it'd be like, it'd be, rockets. It's constant, constant like heelys, mm. but they just never go away. Yeah, they just pop out roller blades. Yes. I'll shoot out little rockets out of my arms, kind <laughs> of thing. Yeah, freaking R two D two style. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like my, send stuff on fire. Oh, for sure. Kyle the robot is a blast. I like him. <laughs> He's eighty nine. Yeah, maybe we should do a video of that, like old Kyle. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Kyle, what would you be if you were like? Yeah, exactly. I would have rollerblades on my feet permanently. Yeah, yeah. So we went down to Colorado. Down Boulder is beautiful area. Yeah. A lot like Alaska. I was expecting it to be like 85. Uh, we get down there and we get hit with a snowstorm the first day. I saw that, I know. dude. Which was, was crazy. Right. And, you know, it was unexpected, but we did the whole birthday thing. I filmed his birthday kind of thing. Like, okay. I was like, what can Wait, I do? Wait, is he paying? Did he pay you? Yeah. I was like, hey, Big <laughs> Papa, um, I'm, I'm going to need some money gonna, for this. I'm going <laughs> to no. send you the invoice. Yeah. You. You're getting invoiced. Uh, I was like, what can I contribute to this? Because I'm not necessarily family, you know? And when you go to your significant other's, like, family reunions, you kind of feel like a... They didn't make me feel like an outsider, but you don't have, like, history with these people. Right. No, I get that. And so it's like, hey, I'm cool, too. (laughs) I'm cool, Kyle. (laughs) I got the camera in my hand. I want to have rollerblades on my feet when I'm old. (laughs) So I filmed that all, and then... the. I won't say the coolest part, but the coolest part of the trip was we went to Estes Park where the Shining Hotel is, Stanley Hotel. And I tell you what, that that has sent me on a trip. So we went to the hotel. Basically, Uh, it's You were on a trip from from your trip. Trip on a trip. Um, So many trips. Where Stephen King stayed and it inspired The Shining, a lot of the story. Uh, I've never read The Shining, and I've only seen the movie... Yeah. Once or twice back in the day. And I could hardly remember it. But you bought. So I went, you go down and you walk through this like cool downtown shop in Estes Park where it's just like lined with all these cool stores, very touristy. And they had this old bookstore there. And I was like, I'm going in and they better have the shining. Yeah. Sweet. Sure enough, you know, $8.99. I picked it up. Yeah. 600 page book. And I'm almost done with it. Like I've just been plowing through it. Like every chance I get trying to read it. And it's like. I've been having some crazy dreams. Oh, please do tell. I I've figured out something about myself, and I know this is that's the, essentially the trip. You know, Colorado yeah. is awesome, like great food, drink, and seeing all this stuff. But like this really stuck with me because I've been reading this, and I feel like I've learned books mess me up. Like movies more, more than movies, way more. 
I can probably, watch. I can watch be, because it's your imagination. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I can watch like you know, this, any scary movie and go to bed that night and just be like, oh, okay, good night. Yeah. And you know, never have nightmares. Nothing. That one book I told you about, Tender is the Flesh. Yeah. The, oh, I noticed I was having. I some have like, nightmares. Yeah, that. I was having some like really yeah. like lucid, real dreams that were like messed up. Ugh. And I didn't finish that book yet because I switched The Shining. But since I started reading The Shining, I've been like, like having this fog over me, like oh, no. in dark dreams, like everything. And I'm like, Kyle, okay. you should stop reading this. No, I gotta finish. All right. How but, long, how, yeah, but the how, whole idea of The Shining is this guy that slowly slips into insanity from reading a book. Not reading. Well, sort of. Actually, he's writing a book, right? He, he's writing a play, right? Writing a play. And well, the book is probably a little different than the movie yeah. in some regards. But yes, so he's slowly slipping into insanity and ends up, you know, the the previous Getting crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so I'm like. Every night, I had a dream about Pennywise from It. Oh, no. Like, I was like, Stephen King is in my head. Oh, no, dude. So, like, I just have been really enjoying it. So, I'm going to read more of his books as long as, like, the cloud really? kind of moves on. Yeah, because I don't really like feeling like that, but I'm like, now I'm, like, trying to finish it. I would imagine me, if I was reading that, I I, I used to, do you ever hear of Frank Peretti? Uh, Yeah. Okay, Frank Peretti was like the the Christian yeah, yeah. version of Stephen King, right? Right. And so, but he did a bunch of kids series, like, right, um, like Goosebumps, something but, like that. Yeah. And I read those, and I remember it's still to this day in my head. I know exactly where I was, uh, and I'm not hijacking your segment, but like, basically, it was about this ghost that hangs himself, or he kills himself in the school, mm. and he hangs himself, and it was like creepy. Sure. Right. And so this ghost is haunting, and there's people like trying to, you know, figure out what's what's the matter. Um, and so basically, there was drawings every once in a while. And I remember turning the page to a new chapter, and it was like it was a picture of the the hanged body, mm-hmm. drawn, illustrated, with a hand reaching out to you, mm. and like a crooked neck. And I remember to this day, like hearing like this, like weird, like. Like, you know how, like, if you would to, like, lean on a piano, like, and it would just make you all those cacophony of, like, the notes. Yeah, Yeah. you just, like, one big thing. That's how it felt in my body. Like, scared me. And, it like, I heard that, like, right. And I was like, okay, that's enough. And I don't don't think I've ever picked up a scary book ever since. Okay, Jesus, forgive me for this one. (laughs) It was a Christian book, too. Which is crazy. Yeah, but it was just like, I was like, that's too much. That's too much, man. That's too much for me. Hey, Frank, what do you do? Um, I write Christian horror <laughs> for kids. Uh, my last one's called uh, The Hangman. Yeah, uh, it was something like The Hangman's Curse yeah. or something like that. The Ghost with a Boner. It was, that was my other book, bestseller. Oh God, I just almost <laughs> snorted out my nose. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> the Ghost with the Bone. Yeah, yeah. the Bone that would uh, not go okay, away. Okay, so continue. You, so you're reading The Shining. You're getting these nightmares, which honestly, dude. I don't like hearing. Yeah, I'm I not love, a big fan of nightmares. I I am. Like I'm I don't not. know what it is because it's like a free movie. I've yeah. always said this like I just wake up and I feel you know the dread you feel in your dreams and then you wake up and you're like <gasps> and then you're like oh, you know, see, it's not real. Even ah, oh, but see even there like the bad nightmares that I still remember to this oh, yeah. day, like I could not like shake it. You know what sure. I mean? That feeling. So I had to like get up and do something or watch TV or what look at my phone yeah like i have to 
you know, distract myself because I'm even though I'm like, okay, good, it's not real. I'm still like, that was creepy. Yeah. As soon as I wake up, I kind of feel like I'm like, oh, it's not real. It's not and real. Then, and then you're like, ah, oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Rockets. Break, break Psst, open the book. Yeah. Yeah, when okay. I'm 89. Yeah. Yeah. So I have been diving into some reading a lot more. I have. Um, Good for you. What else? I don't know why. I've just been really. I, I think it's when I find a book, you know, that you just yeah. like can't put down. Like it doesn't matter how long it is. Like when I yeah. saw it, it was like, man, this is 590 pages or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. But I was just like, why not? Yeah, like, I get that. No, I mean, you don't have to read it in I, a week. I know? literally just finished. You, I was telling you the other, well, it was like a couple podcasts ago where I went to just Tidal Wave Books, right. the local bookstore, bought a few books. I finished one of those Physical books. Physical books, too. Yeah, I finished I've, one. That's what I've noticed, too. I've, I haven't finished a book in like ages. And yeah. I was so excited about that book. And it was very similar where I was like, I if I had a free minute, I would be like eating lunch and reading that book. You should have brought it with you to Mexico. I did. While you're on the toilet. I, <laughs> well, I brought two books with me. Uh, the one book was, and I finished it on the plane there. Oh. And then I, brought, I started another one, not as a big fan of, of the other one. It's sure. a slow, slow burner in the, build, in the beginning. Yeah. I do think there's something because I've always had a Kindle, stuff yeah. like that. And like... It doesn't do the same thing as the physical 100%, book. 100%. It's weird. Yeah. And I mean, I've read about why that is and yep. like watch stuff about like why that is. But it's just like I want to be this minimalist that doesn't have stupid possessions yeah. that like build up. But like a physical book to read, I don't know. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. No, 100%. I, I'm there with you. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, so that kind of what else did we do in color? I mean, we we hit we stayed at a nice Airbnb airbnb like you we had a hot tub there which was Mm. me and molly got in there after everybody went to bed at like 10 o'clock and it was like sleeting out there because it was like this weird like snow front yeah i remember because i had a a buddy in colorado at the same time too and he's like oh lucky you're in 85 degree weather we were yesterday now it's snowing and i was like oh that's interesting kyle's there too it was just cool to be sucks to be you uh, you know what? I was fine. You know, we were up at this this cat. Well, it's a house on the side where there was like just elk walking around in the neighborhood. That's so cool, man. And uh, yeah, so we were like sitting out there. It's like probably forty five degrees and like sleeting on us. Maybe colder, obviously. Yeah. And we're sitting in the hundred four hot tub, so it's just like nice, <sighs> nice. Yeah, you that, know that. See, that's good. I I think uh, I don't know. Hearing you talk about your trip, I don't want to put my Mexico trip in like a bunch of like negativity because I did say all the negative things. Well, sure. I didn't really talk about the positive things. Um, and of course there were a bunch of like, we had a pools and stuff like that. Well, I mean, it's usually like you got to see, you know, two people tie the knot. Yeah. Just wonderful. You know, well, and some, I mean, I, I, I videoed the wedding while we were there and I got some just like magnificent, magnificent. That's Italian, but uh, yeah. Just really, well, where were you at again? <laughs> just really good, like shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like during sunset, El Fuego. <laughs> El Fuego yeah. Um, but also, like we all so towards the end, uh, we all jumped into the pool with mm. our clothes on. Yeah, I saw that. And <laughs> I don't know what happened. So Dave, our friend Dave Velasquez, I'll call him out. He was the one getting married. Yes. Nice velvet suit, wore it all day. Mm-hmm. Right, poor guy. 80 almost 90 degrees and this dude is just in a velvet three-piece and it is hot Mm -hmm. and i was in like 
button down and like breathable pants mm-hmm. and i was sweating like my my pits were just wet right. soaked and um poor guy so he was like i want to jump in the pool at the end with everything and i was like are you sure you want to do that with that nice suit i'm done i'm doing it so apparently what happened is you know his buddies his groomsmen threw him in and we're all videoing and i don't know how this happened but like dave starts running around <laughs> and literally he's is his suit his butt was like popping out some someone or something or somehow i don't know how but he's like Someone threw me in. He's like, I think I, I think he got caught, and literally, it just like his ass was just hanging out of his his suit, dude. That was his plan the whole time. If <laughs> dude, I know, Dave. it was like it was perfect. But a poor guy. I mean, he must have spent a ton of money on that suit, but it was literally just perfect. Like he was just running around with this suit, and now you could just see his ass just hanging I, out. I can see that poor, conversation oh. now with the tailor. <laughs> hey, bud, how much can I pay you? To make these assless chaps if but, they get wet. But but like, don't make it so obvious. Yeah, like they have to get real wet and then the back just falls off. <laughs> like, how much how much is that gonna cost me? It was just like it was kind of funny because like all of a sudden, like, you know, I mean people are like taking their clothes off or you know, whatever, and it's just getting rowdy. What kind of wedding was this? <laughs> it was a rowdy one. Yeah. We had fun. Uh but it was like uh <laughs> just Dave with his nice suit, and then he would turn around. It's just his bare butt, dude. Jeez. It was perfect. Uh, it didn't get somebody on video. probably just grabbed his pocket. I think yank. that that's maybe what happened, like, or that's like a big thing, or like someone was throwing him in and, and their like, hand got caught. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> where yeah. was their hand in the first place? Um, but yeah, no, well, good. We we had both had successful trips. Man. Yeah, I like, think travel is important. You know, you get to find yes. out what you like, yeah. don't like. Um, I did get to go to the national park there. Um, and the, the gods, the, what is it called? God garden of the gods or something. Did you go to that mm, one? No, no, not that I know of oh. to R- Rocky national park. Right. Oh, okay. And so we saw some stuff, but I gotta be honest when you're from Alaska, it's not, n- nothing yeah. really you're is like, like eh, I've yeah. seen big mountains. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've seen yeah. bigger. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I, I just walk yeah. up by people on the trails. Hey, I've seen bigger. <laughs> I'm from Alaska. Yeah. From Alaska. Yeah, you're that guy. <laughs> Uh, my dad, he always does that too. It's like, oh, you know, because I mean, he hasn't lived in Alaska forever, yeah. but he's all he always he loves to be like, oh, when we lived in Alaska, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I mean, I get it. We all were when we we're lived all in the, the Lord's forty ninth state, Alaska, <laughs> with Denali. Are you familiar? Maybe you've they, heard of it. It's a big Maybe. mountain. It's a big yeah. mountain. I've seen it. Um, yeah, no, but it, you know, there wasn't there. I just love coming back. And there's not like a, a feeling of like dread coming back to like doing what I do now. So I'm like mm-hmm. super stoked on that. Right. right. So I think that's another thing is like I was ready to come back. I mean, first off, I was sick, but I was like, OK, I'm ready to go sleep in my own bed. But I was also like ready to get back to work. I think there's something like two weeks of like no work. And all play makes, makes Stephen the dull boy. Yeah. <laughs> Shining reference yeah. there. But uh, no, I think that's serious because I was like, I was itching to kind of like create something. And mm. I really, you know, I had my camera out, but I didn't edit anything. I didn't create anything. Um, you know, I took some pictures and videos with my phone, but nothing like spectacular. But I wasn't also doing work for clients. Right. And I think that's really what like feeds me. So mm-hmm. two weeks of literally not opening up my computer to do some. Thing like that was tough. Now you got the itch again. I did. Yeah. See, I did uh, write a short film 
when I was down there. Oh, okay. That was one of my goals was like, you know, I was like, I'm going to finish this book and I'm going to write this short film. And so I, I wrote a treatment for it. So it's not like a full script, but it done. Story's done. I'm working on another one now because I'm like, all right, let's just, you know what? Let's shelve that one, put it down and then let's do another one. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on another one right now. So there was some good things, you know, just like being like laid out on the bed. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to work. So there was some things I created, but it just feels good to be back, kind of getting back to the grind. Yeah, there's actually a few things I came across a Pony Smasher video, like not mm. too long ago. Um, Sandberg. Yeah, maybe a week ago. It's not Ryan. David, 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 David F. Sandberg. Yeah. So, um, director, you know, Shazam. Dir- director of Shazam. Yep, Shazam Sorry. 2 coming and, mm-hmm. um, and the Annabelle. Yes. Yeah, he did. He did a, done few, a few a few horror movies. Now he's done doing superhero movies. Yeah. So he's coming out with a new horror movie that for Netflix. Uh, he talks about some stuff that he's oh, just he? gotten contracts cool. for. But he kind of seems to do this thing where he gets catches everybody up because he's like, I feel bad. I don't get to make a lot of YouTube yeah. videos because I'm busy. But like, I just want to keep you guys up to date. Oh, I like, watch on this. I didn't know a couple pieces one. of gear that I like do and. Yeah. Um, one of them was uh, like do, getting better sound on your videos. And he yeah. was just, and he got a new camera, like the Blackmagic 6K or something. That's what he got. Yeah. 6K Pro? I think so. I want that one too. Yeah. So he's oh, like, I so just good. bought it once I got the Shazam 2 contract or whatever. He was like, I bought Went myself out, this. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he uses it for like behind the scenes. Yeah. They're not. They actually use, uh, I mean, this is nerd stuff and people are going to be dull, but like they actually use Bur- Blackmagic as like a B cam. For yeah. those movies, because of him, because he loves Black Magic cameras so much, and he's the reason why I bought my Black Magic camera. Sure, because I love him so much. Yeah, he talked about some stuff that you you should watch it because about how he like records sound now, what he uses in in thirty two bit or something. I've, I I'd have to look, but yeah, it was yeah. kind of nerd stuff. But it was interesting because I was like, oh, I need to just break out my camera more, and yeah. I found myself yeah. doing a couple little things while these past few weeks that I was like, okay, like. I kind of miss Filming. doing this more. I yeah, I think that's the thing, and i I want to, I want to push myself more into like the. I think that's another thing too. I, I thought a lot on this trip. You mm-hmm. know how you do that, and like you're by the beach, you're just like sitting there, and you know I was thinking about stories, but I was also thinking about like, you know, all right, how do I want this time to look different when I get back. Mm-hmm. Right. I always kind of like think like, okay, I'm refreshed. I'm, I'm, I'm out in the ocean. Like I'm a completely different, you know, comfort zone. Like, what do I want to see change? How do I want to go about getting back? And I think it was just like one thing of like, I have been consuming more than I've been creating. Mm-hmm. Alicia, she was the one that ta- told me that a while ago, as far as like, when her class or her teacher told her that she, she blew her mind. And when she told me that my mind was blown and I've been consuming more than I've been creating. And so I, I want that to switch. I, yeah. I, I basically made that flip in my head. Like I want to create more these next several months this year. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm going to be working on. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about how, cause I've been having those same feelings and I've been like, I've been consuming a lot of podcasts and like yeah. a lot of stuff about like mental health and all these things, because sometimes I do feel like I go through bouts of, yeah, for lack of a better phrase that I don't know if it, if there is a different word, but like depression, you know, uh, and I just feel like I, 
and I'm like, man, I, I was telling Molly this because I'm like very open with her. I'm like, I have yeah. like thoughts that go through my, and you could bring it back to reading The Shining and having like bad dreams and stuff. But I told her like, sometimes I have thoughts that like, I don't know what to do with and some are dark or some are happy, some are sad. Yeah. And like, I just feel like I have no one to <clears throat> talk to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'd love like a psychologist or somebody to talk to about like some things, but I'm like, who do I trust to talk to about yeah. this stuff? You know, it's, it's interesting that you say that, but I wasn't going to talk about this. The, my trip to Mexico, right? It was, it was good, but there was an underlying thing that was happening with my brain and I still am in it. And, um, Alicia, you know, she's done the life coaching thing. And so she mm-hmm. knows kind of like how brains are working and she's done a lot of research on this stuff. And she calls it the river of misery. Um, but while I was in Mexico, the first several days, that we're talking wasn't what was happening in the t- bathroom. <laughs> no, this was the week before the <laughs> okay, bathroom. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, it was a great trip to get out, but also there were some things like in my brain and my body that were just not like awesome, but my brain, it was being negative. I was looking for fights. I was look. I was like, little things would bug the shit out of me and I don't know why. And so basically we would talk about it at night. You know, I was saying we went out later, Mm -hmm. you know, and we stayed out late and basically she kind of helped me through it. But I was also like getting mad at her. Mm -hmm. Like I was just looking, I didn't know I had those weird energy and like this negative feelings toward everything. Yeah. I was like pointing it at my friends I was with, I was pointing it at, you know, the, place that we were at or i was pointing it at her the mariachi band that was playing to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well definitely definitely granted um but it was just a weird thing and so she was saying she's like people are in the river of misery which is like a depression of some sorts you know yeah. I, I wouldn't so go as far as saying like, like clinical I, depression i wouldn't like, say i yeah. you know like that i don't know anything about that i'm not i'm not a special i'm not a doctor yeah um just have to remind people because I know people are like, they Again. seem very smart. Yeah. Very smart. They're always walking into your office looking for the degree. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's, like, it's not there. Stop yeah. looking. Uh, but she says basically who, people who are in the river of misery is like it's um, and I'm probably going to screw it up and she might correct me. So um, and I'm sorry if I do. But it's basically like change is coming. Change is happening. You're becoming more aware of something your brain is like becoming more aware of your subconscious or you're changing and you're starting to be different so whether that's like um realizing some things you didn't realize before and you just don't know it you really don't know what it is there's nothing you can pinpoint in that and that's where i was like trying to pinpoint my negative feelings on someone or something and i couldn't because everything was it would just she'd be like ask me one question and it would just crumble right it wasn't really like anything concrete because it was, i was just throwing darts and nothing yeah. was sticking and so basically you're in the river of misery and it's like a at the end of the river is a change and is a positive. So it's actually like, it sucks to be here and like something's negative and it doesn't feel great, but it's like the outcome is where you find the success, if that makes sense. So it's basically, if you think about it this way, you're swimming, 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 swimming in this river and it's really, really tough and it sucks. But then like you literally get to the end of the river and you're like, I'm done. 
And then it's like a, you know, you pull yourself back up and you're like, okay, this is it. So I think that's kind of the, I'm, I'm in there with you. I don't know where you're at as far as, you know, I'm still on my first lap. I've <laughs> you're I'm the, just you might be. A, I've uh, just gone 50 meters and I touched the end. I'm coming back still, but just going back and forth. Yeah, no. I, like one thing I know about like my brain or just in general is that people tend to get. I I notice couples fight. I notice people get upset and a lot of stuff like what you're saying with when changes are coming. Like when I would go to the slope. Like when mm-hmm. I would leave for two weeks before yeah. those two weeks were about to come and I had to go back to work. Molly and I would always like fight. Yeah. And I just notice this like every time right before there's a change that's about to happen, like, you know, that something is not going to be the norm. Mm -hmm. And so like you irrationally fight about stuff that maybe was stupid or whatever, because it's almost like you don't want to have to do what's coming up. And so you're looking for something to argue about or just like have some emotional release on. I think, I think, I I think that's definitely part of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're going through like both of us want a lot of different things this year and the next coming years. And there's a lot of uncertainty. So it's just like, I find myself definitely on the irritable scale, like just with the stupidest things and like everything sets me off. Yeah. And then the next day I'll just be like, you know what? I feel, feel better. Yeah. And then, you know, like a week later I'll be like, God, I could, I could, I know. Lose my, you know. I, I, well, see, I get that though. Like literally, I it's, it's just weird because I, I did not expect to talk about this. Um, and we're probably going to finish out the episode talking about this. But it is, it, what, what's been helping me is talking it out. Yeah. Of course, right? I, I've talked, I've said this on the podcast before, I talk my shit out. And so like that helps me to hear the words and then be like, oh shit, no, I'm wrong. Or no right you know she's wrong or but it's good to just have open communication with like right. your but other person also journaling or like writing something that doesn't have to be a journal but it's just like like writing my thoughts down mm-hmm. and then i'm just like stream of consciousness so it's like it could be just a piece of paper you just throw away or whatever but like i've been realizing especially in those several days that where it was really bad in mexico i'm like i'm in fucking paradise man right but i'm like struggling mentally and like literally everything is just being annoying and i would like i'm here on a beach in front of a bonfire with my brand new bride and i'm like angry but i don't know what i'm angry at right yeah and and so basically she had to walk me through that but then the next day i would like journal that why did i feel that way and i would have to go into that that's the uncomfortable shit that i hate doing but yeah i also love doing it but there's like there's that uncomfortableness that it's like oh but it's getting to the other side. Right? Uh, I agree. Pulling yourself up there. And this last thing I think I'll say on this, and then we should just jump to like a, what are we consuming real quick? Like mm-hmm. what have you watched? But one thing, a lot of people, the, Jordan Peterson, I heard say this and I don't know why it like hit home with me, but I do find it to be really true. If you're really honest with yourself, he says, if you have any problem or question in your life, you should sit on your bed and really focus on that problem or what it if you have a question Mm -hmm. like why am i upset at this if you really think hard on that for a period of time you know 30 minutes 45 minutes and just really try to answer that question honestly like don't don't beat around the bush about why you feel this way like a lot of times you will be able to come up with the answer and it's just like he says it's usually an answer you don't want to hear yep 
Yeah. And, that's a hundred percent. And that's why most people never really kind of like turn the, the lens inward to be like, yep, I'm the problem. Like I am toxic. I yes. handle problems the wrong way. Like nobody wants to do that. Everybody yeah. wants to be and like, that's, it's their problem. That's over there. exactly. That's where the river of misery is, man. Yeah. And I, I mean the, the, uh, and I, I, you know, Alicia's taught me a lot, of course, with her life coaching, but like she calls it thought work and she literally just, right. she writes that question down, but then like anything that pops in her head, she writes down. And then basically she'll write down until stuff stops popping in her head. And then basically by the end of it, like if you like basically the same thing, right? You, but you're just writing knows what's wrong yes. or, or even like how to solve it. It's just, you yeah. never want it to be the answer. Yeah. There, there is something to say about that. There was one time, ah, no, we don't have time for this. I, I'll talk about it later. Uh, the first time I actually knew I loved Alicia, uh, it was like a fight. Um, but basically, she slapped you right in the no, <laughs> no, we like, I was so like, I was, it was doing the same thing. I was like, I was kind of nervous and angry. I don't know why I was, and so I was throwing darts all over the place. I was throwing them at her. Right, I was like, it's your fault. And, or it's the, it's, you know, his fault or it's like, I just didn't know why I was nervous. And so I just talked it out for 45 minutes and she just let me talk. Right. And I was like, kind of being mean. Like I felt like I was being rude by the end of it. I realized that I was just afraid that the, of this commitment of the commitment that was happening. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I was like, I'm feeling like love for someone like, and it like scared me and made me nervous. But it was like, that was the same thing where it's like, I just went through all of those different reasons that my brain was popping, but I was actually speaking them out loud, but she was just sitting there and letting me talk. And then basically by the end of it, I was like, Oh, it's actually me. I'm the reason that I'm nervous and scared because of my, you know, commitment phobia or, you know, anything. So it's interesting. It definitely is. Uh, I, I, t- I did say that I wasn't going to go into that story, but I thought it needed to be said. I think that's a good way to wrap it up, that little section. So yeah. the change is coming, my guy. Change is coming. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, and we just need to find that light. I watched a couple things. I'm just going to mention them real quick and give Boom. you my... Rapid fire, baby. Jackass. Four, four point oh, five, yeah. 3.5. Oh, yeah. Whatever. The new one. The newest one. Yeah. Jackass forever. God a lot of dicks. Oh, a lot. Too well, many. Right in the beginning. Yeah, too many. Just the Godzilla dick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the right ping pong the... table. With the... Oh, man, dude. Like, I, I laughed, though. I laughed a few times, but like for most of them, I think being sober now, like, yeah. how do you keep doing that? I don't know. I don't know. It's money? I guess. I mean, and I would even ma- those guys that they got on there, I read that, like, Poopsie. Yeah, new Poopsie. Broke. Oh, I bet. Dead dude. broke. I bet. Like, he signed. I already he signed a contract for like the bare minimum money that he could have gotten. It, I mean, he even said on the movie that he was like, "It's Jackass. I grew up with Jackass. Yeah. This is amazing." No, for sure. But Just like, to- I looked at the bare minimum that you could make, and it's like three thousand dollars a week. Oh my gosh! And so really? if he filmed for like a couple months, you know, he probably got like twelve thousand dollars of a. You oh, know, or, that sucks. Yeah. And you know the stuff he did to himself. And yeah. Like, but I mean, we're talking like Johnny and Steve-O and like we For Man. sure. But I'm like, at the end of the day, like. They probably got a good chunk oh, of change. Yes, yes, yes. And it's probably, that's probably, you know, it's it would be nice to have something like that and be like, ah, you know what? I'm kind of getting low. Yeah. I'm kind of getting low on cash. Like, let's wrangle up the boys and do another one. Knoxville, you're like 50. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should make one more. Uh, did I tell you how he got his start? 
This is I gotta tell you this. Okay. All right. Freaking he was a writer, a magazine writer, and he wanted to do this crazy stunt and write about it. So he filmed himself uh getting shot with like a freaking bulletproof vest from like you know several feet away or something like that. Huh. I'm butchering it. But literally that was how it started. Is okay. he was gonna like write about the whole experience of getting shot. And then he actually filmed it, and then that's when it went viral, and that's when MTV picked up. Man, I remember just seeing those it? previews. Oh, well, not previews, but like the Jackass original, like on yeah. MTV. Oh, it yeah. Would come dude. on at night, and I would watch it, and it was just like the I'm fun. Johnny like, Nashville just yeah, to Jackass. pushing the shopping carts yeah. into ditches oh, and yeah, all dude. that stuff like the that. The golf carts. Yeah. Oh, but even gosh. before the movie, you know, just yeah. the show. Yep. And Man, yeah. I grew up with that show. Yeah, yeah. Too. So that was like, I liked how they did another one. And it, there was some like, there was like some that weren't as bad, but there were there some was, that was just like, like poor Steve-O and the bees, man. I was yeah. just like, oh, buddy. Or just having the eagle eat the yeah. fish out of his butt. Oh, yeah. That like, one, I was yeah. just like, God, why? Why, do we, why do we have so much butt stuff? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get it. Uh, uh, the North Man. I, I haven't watched, watched it yet. <sighs> I was almost about, to, I was trying to download it for the plane on my phone, but yeah. I couldn't. I would... Skip it. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. It's I'm kinda it kind of sucked oh, to be man. honest. It's a bummer, and I really wanted it to be good. Yeah, but like out of five, like two and a half. Oh wow! Like a couple cool scenes, Not even but passing. like bummer. the director is, Robert Eggers. Yeah, because what did he do? What's the other? He one? did like the witch. The witch. Yeah, yeah. And the witch was cool. Yeah, I haven't but seen it. This actually. one is like weird. They get really oh, into like kind of the mythical parts of like Vikings and stuff. And it's like, mm. I don't know. Just kind of. I think I'm still going to watch it just because I'm curious about sure. it. Watch but I'm, it but I am bummed about because I be, that's what I've been hearing collectively. Yeah. It just it's like, it's not good. I thought it was going to be just this epic, like, yeah. throat oh, cuts man. and all this stuff. But. It's a bummer. Um, really quick, I've been watching Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. The new, new season. season. Have you watched it yet? No. Way darker. Like Alicia and me watched the first episode. She's like, I don't think I'm gonna watch the rest of the season. I don't like, even think I watched past season two. To okay. Be if you, I mean, it in my head, season it it gets good, but it's like there's a progression. It's like Harry Potter. You know, Harry Potter was like the first one was like ah, cutesy, like whatever. Yeah. But then the last one was like kind of dark. Like yeah. you grew up with them, and it kind of got serious. I think that's kind of how this season's progressing. Happy. First season, like yeah. oh, you know, but some bad stuff. Yeah, yeah but then this one is definitely like, it is. You see some shit. Good. You see some real shit. Good. So I was like, yeah. So I've been watching the episodes by myself. Uh, I'm really digging it. It kind of gives me that vibe of like uh, '80s horror movie. Yeah. Right. Like stuff that I love, like Alien or Aliens or The Thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of has that vibe. My well, I like that vibe. Yeah, I do too. And I also like uh, talking to you. So I appreciate you sitting down after sit. a couple of weeks. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's just crazy. We will be back on schedule. We want to thank everybody for tuning in once again. Find us on yep. all of our social medias. And like I always say, especially on Twitter, Cornfield Steven, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> you know, don't forget that plug. <laughs> Um, yeah, leave us some reviews, a little five-star review on yeah. Apple Podcasts. You know, it's never going to kill anybody. Eh. And so that's important. Eh. Do what doesn't kill people. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and with that, we say adios. Thanks for tuning in. 
Kyle and Steven will be back with a new episode next week. In the meantime, check out GoFixYourselfPodcast.com. And remember to always go fix yourself.